I've been having this struggle with my body image for a while. Well, actually, if you'd asked me a few months ago, I would have told you it was a struggle with my weight. But really, as with this and all things, it comes down to energy and mindset, right? Shouldn't be a surprise. But I had an epiphany recently. It completely changed how I was feeling about myself and the approach that I was taking to seeing positive changes in my body. Not only have things started to shift physically after a good while of nothing, <laughs> but more importantly, I feel oh, way, way better. And it got me thinking about how this had happened to me and the mindset block that I'd found myself in around my body, which was literally keeping me stuck where I didn't want to be. And I've been thinking about how this is exactly the same as what can happen to us in business. So while I'm going to share my body mindset blocks, what we'll do is use this on today's show as a case study to illustrate how manifestation really works. So you can take it and apply it to your business, your bank account, your boobs, your booty, whatever, any or all of the above, the choice is yours. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast. I'm your host, Corey Javid, money mindset expert, success coach, mother, tea drinker, energy obsessed, manifester, afternoon bath lover, and thought leader in financial empowerment for mums. I know that we get to be successful because we are mothers, not in spite of it. And so around here, we do things differently. I've torn up the business rulebook and created a new paradigm for us, one in which we create results using energy instead of effort. I'm on a mission to help you ditch the old way of creating success. You know the one where you work hard, hustle, and sacrifice. Ew. And instead, teach you how to increase your impact and income without increasing your hours and how to manifest your dreams. So, if you're a mother who's ready to learn how to elevate your energy to start making bank and start living your limitless life, this is your podcast, my love. And I'm your new biz bestie. Join me as we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It's me, Corey Javid from CoreyJavid.com, money mindset expert and success coach for mothers with online businesses. How are you doing, my love? I'm here to talk about body stuff. Wait, what? What's that got to do with business? We'll get into it. <laughs> but how are you doing? I hope this finds you well. How are we nearly at the end of May? This year is just going so fast, but it's just filled with so much goodness. I am obsessed with this year so I had a feeling this year was going to be next level. It's panning out that way, my love. It's panning out that way. <laughs> um, I'm also just feeling extra high vibe because it's Friday. I've done a workout this morning, which is actually relevant to what we're going to talk about. Um, had my tea. I did a live stream. I also had a luxurious long lunch. Just all of the things. The sun's shining. I mean, living life. I also... <laughs> This is a random one. I also washed our duvet. <laughs> so we have a winter duvet and a summer duvet and we took the winter one off and I washed it in the washing machine, hung it outside like a grown-up. <laughs> so I'm feeling, you know, just smug right now. <laughs> I don't know about you. That's the sort of stuff I normally really fail at and my husband ends up doing it. Um, but yeah, so sometimes it's these small wins too. Um, so 
I'm recording this on Friday, which I don't normally do, because we are getting a little bit ahead because for a couple of reasons. One, um, we have some team time off coming up soon, and I'm going to be off a little bit coming up soon. But also, um, as this recording is going out, I'm going to be just fully immersed in loving on and embracing and getting stuck in with every single woman who joined the May cohort for the Elevated Abundance Mastermind. If that's you, my love, and you're listening, welcome, welcome. I am obsessed with this group already. Um, and I can say that at the time of recording because I know who's in. <laughs> um, well, there's still some chance actually as I'm recording that somebody could have snuck in since then too. Um, and if that was you, love it. Love just somebody dancing over the line at last minute. Always available for it. Um, yeah, and I'll just be just immersing myself in the energy of this beautiful, newly gathered group of women. I'm just so excited for. Oh, just let me add it. Okay, so let's talk about my body mindset blocks and what they taught me about business and what they can potentially teach you about business. So I'm going to be sharing some body issues that I've been experiencing. But they're not really the point. The point is that this is going to be a really good illustration of how energy works and how we can actually influence results. So whether those results are body related, health related, bank balance, happiness, you know, whatever. And it wasn't, and I don't know how <laughs> I didn't see this because, you know, I talk about energy and mindset only all of the time, but just goes to show that we can't coach ourselves, right? <laughs> um, so even knowing this, I still succumbed to a very distinct energy trap um, and came up against uh, a mindset block around my body for a good old while. I want to say we're coming up for a year with this one. So a while. Um, but yeah, I don't really want to make it about my body. So don't dwell on that too much. And the reason I'm happy to share this is because, you know, hey, I'll, I'll always share pretty much anything. I can veer into TMI territory very easily given half the chance. Um, but more, I don't want it to make you reflect on your body. It's not about bodies um, and whether or not we even need to change them. It's about our experience of life ultimately and how manifestation works and how we get to bring feminine energy to things such as our bodies and how we view them but also our businesses and our bank balances and our relationships and anything else so get settled in because this is gonna be a bit of a different one but I like doing a different one sometimes. Do you remember we did sales and boobs? That was a really popular one. Um, and I also did one, didn't I? Oh my goodness, I'm just remembering now. I did one on how I manifested bigger boobs. Do you know, for the longest time, that was one of our most downloaded podcast episodes. I don't know what that says. <laughs> um, but yeah, there, there it is. Um, okay, so here's how I want you to get the most out of this episode. Because like I said, I don't want us to get too much in the weeds of my story or my body issues, but really about how this illustrates the energy at play in the universe and your life. And um, But uh, what I'd love you to do is just think about now, one thing that's been feeling difficult, hard to achieve, attain, or challenging as it relates specifically to your business. So I'd love you to just kind of tune in. Is there something there that's feeling like, oh yeah, actually, do you know what? As soon as she said that, my mind immediately went to this thing. Maybe it's making your first sale. Maybe it's knowing how to niche down. Maybe it's making consistent sales. Maybe it's getting visible, like whatever, like, you know, just you tune into what feels hard or challenging right now as it relates to business. And especially if it's one of those things where you just really don't understand why 
what you're doing isn't working. You're like, I feel like I'm doing the things. Where's my results at? Um, Or if you feel like you really don't know what you need to do in order to make it happen. Either of those are going to be the perfect thing to take kind of with you through this episode and hopefully shift your mindset around them and your energy in the way that I did around my body. So everything that I'm going to break down around the body issues that I was having applies to literally anything in business or life. So let's get into this. So as a bit of context and background, um, I haven't always had the best relationship with my body, but I haven't had a particularly terrible one. A lot of the time it was fairly neutral, as much as that can be true for a modern woman living in a modern time. Let's not get stuck on this point, and sorry if this is annoying, but for many years of my life, I just maintained a weight that I was comfortable with and didn't have to give it a ton of thought, and I was quite an intuitive eater in many ways too. So that's that. (laughs) Then my body underwent some changes. Now, there was all sorts of things that actually physically happened to me. So I went through a period of significant stress when I was made redundant from my job. And in that same short period of time, so I was being made redundant while I was recovering from a hysterectomy while my daughter started school. It's quite a lot (laughs) to be going on all at once. And then after that point, I did gain some weight that just hadn't kind of been there before. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. Um, Not a huge amount, but it was just my level set had kind of increased. And then I, after a while, I was like, do you know what? Well, I kind of want to know, is that just my age? Is this something that I'm doing differently? Is it hormonal? Could be, especially because of the type of surgery that I'd undergone. And so um, I sought the help of a nutritional um, therapist who, by the way, I'm going to bring her um, either onto the show or into our Facebook group because she has some game-changing advice. Um, and also, I really just think you'll like her approach. She's she's our people. Um, and so anyway, did that work and started to understand my body a lot more and to understand how to like really nourish my body in a way. And so I did start healing my relationship with my body in that way. However, at around a similar time, kind of before then, um, and then through then and then after, I completely <laughs> um, uh, sort of let go of my relationship with any kind of movement or exercise. And I didn't even realize that that had happened. And I then gained some more weight <laughs> as a consequence, right? Um, but I didn't really realize that that was the consequence. I couldn't see that that was why. Don't ask me why. It seems obvious when I say it now. But anyway, and we're not talking about huge amounts of weight. And like this is the thing, like I, I know weight conversations can be a bit triggering. So it's not about that. So just stick with me through <laughs> through this. Um, and then I, you know, my body started to change. I had kind of more abdomen fat, more fat on my legs where I would never have had it before. And I started to kind of just notice it more. I'm, and I'll be totally honest with you, I made it wrong in my mind as we do with ourselves and our bodies sometimes, unfortunately, right? And so anytime I would notice that fat in those places, I would be like, oh, and I would feel like, oh, that's not the me that I used to know. And that's not okay. And, you know, it would be trash talking on myself. And I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of holding back here, if I'm honest, just because 
I don't want, I don't want to perpetuate that negative cycle anymore. But let's just say I was talking some absolute shit about myself in my mind when I was like looking in my mirror or, you know, getting dressed or whatever that might be. And then of course it continued. Um, and so then I was just getting more and more fixated on how my body was looking where it wasn't really a thing that I was fixated on previously and became more and more unhappy about it. So it became this big mindset thing and a bit of a block. And so what I tried to do was because I then at some point realized, well, okay, I need to get moving my body again. I understand kind of physiologically typically speaking, how the body works. Um, and I say typically speaking because there are all sorts of obviously variations in humans, but also I know that the quantum plane is a different thing. That's a, it's a conversation we'll get to in maybe a second. Um, but I, I then started looking for, okay, well, what is going to be the type of workout or the type of exercise that's going to best serve me and best serve my body? Now, that's what I thought I was doing. <laughs> really what I was doing was look if I'm honest and I've reflected on this now I was being I don't like the word lazy but I I do have lazy tendencies let's just be honest right um and I think the word lazy gets used negatively I don't think it actually is that often that anyway I'm just not the most naturally active person and haven't ever been I am a bit of a couch potato I like sitting down I like lying down you know if I had a choice between you know going for a run and laying in the sun with my book I'm always going to choose the latter so if I'm honest now on reflection, what I was looking for was the silver bullet of exercise. I was looking for the thing that wouldn't feel like any effort and was like the thing that wouldn't encroach on the rest of my time. We're going to come back to these, some of these points. And the thing that I could do and just get it over. And I was kind of basically looking for something that I could just get over and done with, but that would yield results, right? And so I started, um, my, my husband has all of the kind of like weight training set up now here at home um, since COVID. So I started doing weights, but then I didn't really push myself because I don't have, uh, or I haven't worked my personal trainer since lockdown. And then I was like, well, I don't know about that. Then I remembered that I used to do this one exercise program that was on an app and I did it like twice, then I let go. And then I thought maybe I'll do couch to 5k I did that twice you noticing a theme then I stopped then <laughs> so it was kind of like going through all of these iterations but really nothing was sticking and I was getting and that was actually eroding my um relationship with my body and myself even further because I was like ugh, see I can't even make that stick and then, you know, in those moments when I was being unkind to myself about my body, I was like, well, you know, if you would actually get up off your ass and actually do something, then maybe you would see some results. So not the greatest place to be in. And I, by the way, I hope none of this is actually surprising because even though I am like positive a lot of the time I am human and I am the subject. And even though I talk about, you know, mindset work and stuff, I can still fall into some of these pitfalls. But this is why I'm happy to share this just because, you know, this is the human experience, right? Um, so anyway, 
So this continued and, you know, also for kind of context, it's not like I was sitting around crying all of the time and feeling miserable because I still am not like, well, not that it would matter, but um, I hadn't gone like way beyond what I used to be in terms of physical fitness and, and weight and things like that. So it was just kind of niggling at me though persistently. It was more that than anything else. But there were times when I was totally trash talking myself. Um, but it was more of a kind of incessant niggle. So this continued for a good while. And then of course, I, you know, my body just completely plateaued and settled where, where it had arrived. Like, you know, nothing had happened. And I was watching a YouTube video of somebody and it's really, it's not the video, but you know, it's just one of those moments when you just have a bit of like a eureka moment or a kind of an epiphany. Um, and she was just, she talks about kind of intentional lifestyle. She, um, Jules Acre, by the way, in case you're interested, she um, does stuff on Notion. I use Notion in my life and business, which is um, an app. Let's not get caught up on that. <laughs> This is the only this is the only trouble with an episode like this where I'm just kind of sitting here and having a chat with you and I don't have like well I do have some specific points we'll come to in terms of like what you can take away from this but I go off on tangents anyway Jules Acre and she um was talking about sort of routines and structure and whatever and she actually mentioned the thing that made the biggest change for her and like working out was um, her commitment just to show up to the mat. And she said, it didn't matter if I did 10 minutes or full hour. It didn't matter if I kind of, she wouldn't have used these words because um, it wouldn't be in her kind of vernacular, but it didn't matter if she half-assed it or if she kind of went all out. She just made that commitment to herself that she just would show up to the mat. And I was kind of thinking about that. And then at the same time, we were booking our holiday to Greece. This is relevant, promise. <laughs> And it's nothing to do with being bikini ready. I hate that phrase. Okay. Um, and we're booking, uh, we, we're going specifically to Corfu, which I'm very excited about. And we've been to Corfu once before, like seven years ago. And I was um, just going through the Google photos from that time, reminiscing, getting excited, reminding myself of some of the places we went to kind of think about other places we can go this time. And in that series of photos, I found some photos of myself in a bikini. And damn, I looked great. <laughs> I'm just going to say it, right? But the thing is, is I just was like, oh, and it just really clicked for me because that was my first reaction was like, oh, wow, I looked great then. Um, but really, the reason I looked great was because of how I was feeling. It wasn't about the shape I was or the weight I was. And it, the penny finally dropped for me. I was like, oh, I was just being somebody who looked after her body. And I had more energy as a result of that. And I just felt good about myself, not because of how I looked in a bikini, um, but because of um, how I was showing up for myself. And, and I thought, at first, I was like, oh, like, it, at first, it was slightly triggering, if I'm honest, because I was like, oh, God, look at me then, look at me now. My brain went there. Let's just be honest. It did that thing. But then I thought, well, actually, no, rather than just be annoyed at where I'm at, because I, I don't tolerate myself that much <laughs> with that. I don't tolerate the trash talk that much. So I'm, I'm quite aware of it. So even though it, it goes there, I don't kind of like give it much airtime. Um, and I thought, okay, what is the difference? And immediately my conscious brain, um, the one that's always trying to logically figure things out, was like, oh, you were doing that particular exercise regime then. Um, 
And I was like, mm, yeah, I was, but... And then I kind of just sat with it and the two things kind of came together for me. What I'd heard Jules Acree say and just me thinking about that time is I was like, it was just who I was being. I wasn't going for a particular goal. I wasn't looking to lose weight or lose fat or gain abs. Not that I've ever had abs, but you know, um, I wasn't looking to look good, quote unquote, in a bikini, whatever that nonsense means. Um, I remember specifically my motivation at the time had been that my daughter had been about two when I got into that particular exercise. Um, I don't like the word regimen because it sounds regimented, but let's just say routine. And I'd come at it from a place of just realizing that I wasn't really feeling strong or fit. And I wanted to be strong and fit and have more energy to run around with her, play with her and look after myself for the sake of my longevity being in her life, you know. And also just I would often exercise with her around back then because my husband used to work two jobs back then, back in those days when we were broke. (laughs) Um, And so the the penny that dropped for me was as I didn't have a goal. I did not have a goal back then. And the reason why I looked great was actually my energy more than if you analyzed on paper, my body wouldn't actually be that different to what it is now. Yeah, some, um, but it wasn't really about that. I hadn't felt like I'd achieved a goal and it was that I was just being that person. I was being that person who was fit. I was being that person who looked after her body. I was being that person who felt like vibrant and energized because of being fit and looking after her body. And I remember thinking that actually at that time I'd been through, so I'd done this 12 week um, like hit training kind of um, routine. It was with, I think, Kayla It's Sinners. I don't know if you know who that is. And I remember actually at that point, because I was thinking about it in more detail, I'd veered off that particular thing, but I was just doing something five days a week. And actually I wasn't doing a lot. So I wasn't putting a lot of effort in back then. I was doing 15 minutes a day, five days a week. And I remember just finding a way to fit it in. Now I had a busy three-year-old and a three and a half day a week job, which was shoving 30 hours into three and a half days. And actually I was doing probably more like 40. (laughs) So I had all the reasons why time wasn't on my side. And I remember like putting my daughter in the bath and doing 10 to 15 minutes workouts in the bathroom while she's in the bath, (laughs) you know, just like, well, guess we do it here. And it wasn't because I was so fixed on a goal. It was just like, well, I just find a way to do this. I just do this and I just do something every day. And I remember thinking that while we were in Greece, I didn't do something every day, but I was just, you know, well, I'll just do a little something here in the apartment or I'll just go for a, I remember I went for one early morning, just gentle jog and it was so hot. I came back, I was like, yeah, I won't be doing that again. (laughs) It's too hot. Um, Anyway, Do you see the kind of difference there? It wasn't about the actual exercise. It was about who I was being. And I got far more outcomes than one particular result and far more joy. I actually really found a way to enjoy it and far more kind of mental benefits than telling myself I'm wrong and trying to exercise as a way to make myself right again. And it started it not from a place of making myself wrong, but starting from a place of just wanting more for myself. Does that make sense? So so that was a real kind of like, oh, 
woo moment for me. Um, and I only had this epiphany fairly recently. So about two weeks ago, which is why I'm sharing it just while it's fresh in my mind. So, but the difference in me has been huge. So I've since then just been exercising again five days a week and I'll do what feels good on that day. I make the decision of what I'm going to do the next day, the night before, which is a really important part of like, um, actually kind of creating habits and designing um, things so that you're not making the decision in the moment. There's a whole conversation we can have about that. Um, but I'll decide the night before, what am I doing in the morning? But I'm not deciding, am I working? And that's, uh, am I working out? And that was something that I was really messing with myself over the last year. I was like, well, shall I work out today? Well, I don't know. I need to wash my hair tomorrow. Maybe I shouldn't stay at all. I've got that kind of early live stream. I'm gonna, I was just basically talking myself out of it all of the time because I hadn't just decided this is just who I am. It was like something I was forcing myself to do because I was telling myself that how I was right now, how my body was right now was not acceptable. And do you see how that's really hard to actually have motivation to make positive change when you are in the headspace of where I'm at is just wrong. Um, whereas once I just shifted and clicked and said, okay, I'm no longer going to care about whether or not I have fat on my abs. I am no longer going to care about the cellulite accumulating on my thighs. All I'm going to care about is, did I show up for my body today? Did I move it in some way for a minimum of 15 minutes? That's my new kind of non-negotiable. Um, did I move it for a minimum of 15 minutes? And did I do that on like Monday to Friday? Because it just makes it like it's pre-decided. I can't negotiate with myself on it, which makes it just easier to show up for. And am I just being that person? And so here's what's changed since just deciding it's about that now instead it's about showing up today for my body I've stopped fixating on those things like the fat here or there and if ever I'm you know catch a glimpse of myself and you know the brain sometimes takes a while to catch up <laughs> the you know some of the patterns that have formed sometimes take a little while to break if my brain starts to go there and say, oh, look at that, then I'm like, yeah, so what? I'm on the right trajectory. I'm on the path. I'm the sort of person who looks after herself, you know, and I'm not making it about any kind of weight goal. Not that I ever had a weight goal as such. It was more of a kind of feeling in my clothes goal. Um, it's made all of the difference. And I have absolutely no doubt that I will be getting fitter and fitter. No why? Because I'm showing up daily. <laughs> I'll have more and more energy. No why? Because I'm showing up daily. And will there be physical changes to my body? Yeah, undoubtedly. But I've stopped making it about that. I released that as a goal and I made it about who I'm being. So what the hell does all of this have to do with your business? If you're still with me, bless you. Um, so um, <laughs> here's here's the thing. Here's how it relates to your life and business. When we start with, so we come, let's come back to you and your thing. The thing that I asked you to tune into that's feeling hard right now or difficult or challenging. So for me, that was the body fat that was accumulating that I wasn't enjoying. Um, the starting with the thing that feels wrong. This is the first energetic error we can make, making it wrong. So I had made the way my body is now wrong. Um, and that's easy for us to do as women because we have a lot of conditioning and a lot of bombardment of suggestions that we are wrong for that. So yeah, let's just park that though for a minute. Um, but coming back to your business, are you making that wrong? Are you making the fact that you haven't yet manifested 
the thing that you desire, whether that's the thousand Instagram subscribers, a hundred people in your membership, the first class, whatever is the thing that you think that you want, are you making yourself wrong for not having it yet, for not having created it yet, for not having figured it out yet? This was what I was doing. I was making my body as it is wrong. And we cannot, but cannot manifest something that is a mismatch to our vibration. So I was putting out the vibration of I dislike this about my body. My body is not acceptable as it is. And so I'm not going to, from there, manifest a body that I feel great about because I was coming from a vibration of dislike rather than a vibration of love. You can't get to love from dislike. You have to get to love from love. Now, if you've got something that's going that has gathered like a thought process that has gathered so much momentum towards the negative taking it all the way over to the positive, taking it all the way from like a strong dislike all the way over to love can feel really tricky at first. So we always need to go through neutral to get there. But if you feel like that negative mindset train has kind of left the station and built up its own momentum, then what you need to do is get it back to neutral. So this is how I've already now arrived at my body. I'm working on the loving piece and actually that's easier and easier the more I'm showing up for moving it every day. So it's that one of those things that the action is fueling the positive belief because it's in alignment with the new belief that I want to be true for myself. But I just started with the neutrality because the neutrality is easier if as soon as you start to show up, as soon as you show up just once for whatever is your thing and make it about the showing up, not the achievement of the thing, then it's much easier to detach from the thing that you desire, that you feel you are lacking and that you're making yourself wrong for not having received. Does this make sense? So you need to get to neutral first. And like I said, what we're wanting to be working on is getting into a positive vibration. Now, sometimes it takes a while to get into a positive vibration about something that we've built up such a negative vibration about, which is what I was just talking about. So another way that you can get back to neutral, um, in addition to finding something that you can do that is a way of embodying the energy that you want to step into. So that's what I was doing. I was like, okay, if I show up every day and just move my body for 15 minutes and not overthink how, where, or why, just make that commitment, then I'm going to be moving my vibration towards where I want it to be, okay? I'm going to be getting to neutral and then I'm going to be getting beyond neutral to positive. So you can start that and you can start that right now if you can already identify what a positive small action would be because we don't want it to be making it about the efforting. We'll come back to that in just a second. But the other thing that you can do is just notice the negative thought patterns that have accumulated around this thing, the around the what is that you're making wrong, and just start to take your attention off of them. Because if we can accumulate a good vibration in a different aspect of life or business, it will still positively influence that sphere, that topic, that thing that we were thinking about. So for example, let's just pick a, um, something here. Let's say you're in the middle of a launch and it's not going quote unquote well. <laughs> and you told yourself you wanted at least 10 signups by now and you have one. 
and you're making yourself wrong. And it's really easy to fixate on, I only have one. And oh no, I only have one. And then to get into, I'm never going to get to 10. Maybe this course idea sucks. Maybe I should stop doing this business. Maybe blah, 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 blah. It's very easy to go down these sorts of spirals, right? So if you feel like that has gathered so much momentum, something that you can do is just take your attention away from that negative energy thought train and put it on something that does feel good. So, and you need to look even outside of your business temporarily. So if you notice that happening, you notice that train departing the station, instead of staying on it, just hop off. You're not necessarily getting on another train yet, but just hop off, right? Just be like, okay, I noticed that happening and I'm going to take my attention away from it. And you need to find something that you can put your attention on in that moment that feels positive and that you don't have resistance to. Kids are brilliant for this. We all have positive feelings about our kids, right? So maybe you could be like, oh, I just really loved snuggling my daughter in bed this morning. That's one that I use, right? Or, oh, I'm really looking forward to um, taking her horse riding on the weekend. So I'm just giving you some of mine. Or, oh, I love how we all had such a good giggle playing that game together last night. Like, whatever, just put it on something good. Or I'm really looking forward to that beach walk with my best friend tomorrow. Take it away from, take your attention away from the negative and put it on something positive. This will start to reduce the speed of that train. The train won't be able to keep going down the negative track if you keep removing its fuel. Does this make sense? Um, and this is something Abraham Hicks talk about all the time, by the way. Um, so this is what I had to do with my body and this is how it relates to your business. So I just have been taking my attention away from any of those lingering negative feelings about my body. And instead, I'm now already able, and this is only two weeks in, right? I'm already able to actually put it to, I moved my body today. I'm so proud of myself for doing that. I felt really good after I moved my body today. I had that endorphin rush. I did it at the beginning of the day. It felt like it set me up. I felt really high vibe afterwards. And see, see what you're doing. You're pulling your attention away from it and putting it on something positive. I wasn't trying to go all the way to actually look at that roll of fat on my stomach and isn't it beautiful? Like, um, I'm, I'll probably get there. I'm just not there yet. It doesn't matter if I'm not. It doesn't mean I can't be manifesting um, in alignment with what I ultimately want. And what I ultimately want is to feel good, right? It's all we all ultimately want. Um, and so I can do that and I can choose that and magnetize more good feelings towards me by taking my attention away from the negative and putting it on something positive. And it's not about forcing a positive. This is why it's about a different subject. Sometimes you have to put that one down or let it go and pick up something else entirely. Um, and then the next thing that I was doing wrong, which can, I say wrong, but you know, I, the next thing that I was doing that wasn't helping me or serving me in seeing different results, let's say it that way, um, was I was focusing and looking to the wrong things to change my results. So I felt like if only I could find the workout, then finally my body will change. If only I could find out, is it is it weights? And I'd paid like some, some, yeah, I think it was 250 pounds for some online course that claimed that you could work out just two days a week and they'd done all this research. And actually, do you know what? It is a really good course and I learned quite a bit from it. Um, but it it wasn't the thing, right? Because I was looking for the thing. Um, and also that kind of just shows where my mindset was at, at that time. They're like, you can get really fit by working out only two days a week. I was like, brilliant. I don't have to actually show up for my body <laughs> when it kind of outsource because somebody else do it for me. Um, 
So it was like appealing to that side of me. So they weren't saying that I had to do anything more frequently than that. And so don't don't mistake this to be like you have to effort your way to things. That's really not what we're talking about. But it's more like I didn't want to show up for my body daily in whatever capacity. But I kept hopping from thing to thing. And I was like, maybe it's running. No, it's not running. Maybe it's this type of hip workout. No, it's not that type of hip workout. Maybe it's this. And just focusing on changing the actions when the energy I was bringing to any of those workouts was exactly the same. One, I was resentful of even taking the action because I wasn't in a vibrational alignment with receiving actually any result. Two, because I was so out of alignment with the result that my soul truly desired, which is just a feeling of health, vitality, energy, and happiness, ultimately. Um, because I was so out of alignment and because I was in a negative energy about my body, then I was bringing that negative energy to any of the action I'm taking. And there is no way (laughs) that when we take action in a negative energy, we can get a positive result. Just does not work that way, right? Um, And so this is true of business. And you know, I've talked about this so many times, but it's because it's just such a common pitfall. How many of how many of us have fallen prey to the thinking that if I can just find the right strategy, if I can just find the right tool, if I can just find the right tactic, then, oh then, I will finally unlock the results that I desire and finally stop being wrong for where I am and finally be happy. It's such an easy trap. And so I totally fell into it with my body, even though I talk all the time about not falling into this in your business, I still succumb to it with my body. So can you see how me hopping between those workouts and looking to the workout to be the solution was never going to yield results when I was coming to all of those workouts and then also avoiding showing up for any workouts because of my negative energy and the mindset blocks that I had around my body. So it wasn't until I moved my energy that suddenly it doesn't really matter which workout or what type of exercise I'm doing. It just feels fun to be like, oh, I'm going to do that one tomorrow. That looks cool. And I'm just choosing from alignment and I'm letting the workout, whatever it is, be enough. And I know that me showing up for it is actually really the thing. Me being in the vibration of um, of alignment with where I want to go and where I want to achieve is actually the thing. And so I'd love you to then reflect on for your thing that you might have been making yourself wrong for in business, where have you been looking in the wrong places and trying to solve the wrong problem? So I thought the problem was that I didn't know what type of exercise my body really needed to be doing. Not so. (laughs) The problem was the energy I was bringing to all of those things. So can you reflect on or gain any insight then into, have you been trying to solve the wrong problem? Have you been looking to certain tangible, specific, practical, strategic solutions to be the thing for you? Now, any one one workout can work for me. Any one strategy can work for your business. Only though, if you bring the right energy to it. You can have two people doing the same workout or two people using the same strategy, and they can have entirely different results. And it's not because life's not fair, and it's not because one person has something over the other, it's because of the energy that they bring to them. So as in body, so in business. <laughs> so some sort of business, biblical quote, randomly. Um, so the other thing that's actually interesting that I was reflecting on is 
that I was trying to effort my way to results, even being somebody who doesn't like to subscribe to an efforting way to get to results. Look how deeply conditioned we will be, right? Um, and I was doing that. So even though I wasn't always efforting through the actual exercise, I was efforting by researching the exercise and looking online for the thing to do and spending a ton of mental energy and mental effort and bandwidth and time thinking about what is the way that I'm going to do this. Whereas now I put in like, okay, some physical effort, because I'm doing 15 minutes of movement every day, but it doesn't, it doesn't have the experiential feeling of effort. Because when I was showing up for a workout before, and this is the interesting thing, so the, the experience has already shifted. When I was showing up for a workout before, it felt like hard work. It felt like, oh, I really don't want to do it. And then afterwards, I was like, well, I guess I'm glad it's done. But that was kind of it. Now I'm showing up and embracing it and I'm like, cool, I'm going to work out and I'm not overthinking it. I'm not like waking up like, let me add it, like that excited. Um, I might get there, but I'm like, cool, I'll do it. And I enjoy it. And then afterwards I'm like, yay me, showed up. Do you see how it's different? And so if, even though I'm, I've obviously used some energy and I've, you know, got sweaty or whatever the case may be and I have, you know, done, taken some action, it feels far less effortful. And because I'm not putting pressure on the action to be the thing that's yielding like that result for me, because I'm just saying, well, this is just who I'm being, it feels so much more easeful. And the same is true in business. You know, if you are, we could use this with a sales analogy really well, actually. If you are showing up for a sales call and you were in the energy of no one wants to work with me, making sales is hard, making sales is wrong. If you still had like lots of money mindset crap that's coming with you to that call, that call is going to feel so hard and it's still the same chunk of your time. It's going to feel so effortful because it's going to be so resistant to what you actually want to be doing, which is probably running away and hiding, right? Um, which is what I was wanting to be doing from for my exercises. Whereas if you shift the energy that you're bringing to it, suddenly you can have an entirely different experience and it feels so much more easeful. So you can get, show up and be like, oh, I'm just really curious to see how this call go goes, especially if in the previous energy, it's all about must make the sale, have to convert. And that doesn't feel good. That's a tight and grippy energy, right? Which makes you effort against it. Whereas if you're like, I'm just going to show up for this call and just see what happens. I'm just going to see if this person's somebody I can help, I'm, I wonder what she'll be like. I wonder if I can help her. Hmm. <laughs> you know, that's entirely different. You make the objective there, just showing up for the call. And then you show up for the call, you listen, you do the call, and it feels much more in alignment because you're not bringing all of that negative energy with you. And you don't leave the call feeling like, oh my God, I'm glad that over. that's over. You're like, cool, that was a really, that was a really lovely call. <laughs> you know? So, do you see how the experience of even taking action can feel more effortful when we have a negative energy that we've brought to it? And so for me, the biggest, biggest thing that was like the most um, aha kind of body and life changing moment for me was when I was like, oh, damn, yes, the difference between me now here in this body and this vibration and this feeling and me back then in Greece feeling good the difference is really who I was being. It's got actually nothing to do with how I looked or how much I weighed or whatever. It was who I was being. And I wasn't enjoying who I was being as it related to my body and hadn't made that connection. And that 
That is the thing that completely shifts your energy and makes you able to show up for something that previously felt really hard. And it doesn't mean that it it doesn't feel stretchy sometimes. You know, when you're starting to get fit again and you're unfit, it's always a bit stretchy, right? Um, And you're a little bit sore because it's the fifth day that you've, you know, moved your body and your body's not used to that anymore. Like there are going to be those things, that discomfort that's temporary, right? But you're going to be so much better for the showing up and being. So I talk about energetic embodiment and this is really it, right? And I'm now embodying, which is funny because we're talking about embodying bodies at both levels here, but I am embodying the energy now of I'm just that person who looks after herself. I'm just that person who cares about her body and I care about my body and respect my body. It's not about I'm not showing up to exercise because my body is wrong. Do you see how different that is? So I'd love you to think about how could you change your experience in your business by changing who you are being. And it's still you, right? It's just actually a more true you and a more feminine energy you and a more loving, self-loving you ultimately. So with that thing that I got you to think about that feels like a challenge or a struggle, what if you could let go of the result that you're looking to get? The result can come your way, right? Like I can change my body physically, but it's not about that anymore. It's about who I'm being. How can you let go and detach from that result? Because when we're too attached and we're too grippy about something, it's way, way harder to manifest and sometimes impossible. So whatever is that thing that you've been wanting, what if you just let go of it and let it be about the showing up, the embodiment of whatever is that thing that you do. So for example, actually, this is an interesting example because um, one of my clients in the Elevated Abundance Mastermind was celebrating um, this particular thing, that this shift that she'd made with regards to sales and was sharing it with another masterminder who was looking to make sales in a new revenue stream, which was the similar revenue stream to this other client. Um, But also it ties together what we were talking about with success habits last show. So love how these things happen (laughs) and tie together so perfectly. We'd love to say I'd masterminded it, didn't. Um, So this particular client, she was new to discovery calls for mentoring purposes, right? She'd done discovery calls before in her business, but not for kind of coaching and mentoring. And it felt very different for for her. And she had lots of fear around it. And she was feeling like she really wanted to sell three spaces. And she was making it about selling the three spaces and then getting hung up on the energy of, I haven't sold the three spaces. I'm wrong for not having sold the three spaces. I've only sold one. I can't believe I haven't sold more. I'm embarrassed to market it because people are going to know. Uh, and like this one client, I've I've heard this and been through this myself with like so, so many clients. So that's why I'm describing it so clearly, not because these are necessarily exactly, exactly her words, but because this is just such a common, common pattern, right? Um, and, and what really worked for her is she let go of the goal to sell a certain number of spaces and made it, how many sales calls or free calls can I just show up for? How many relationships can I build? How many women can I be interested to talk to? And she made it just about showing up for the call and who she was being. She was like, I just want to be of service because that's all she's ultimately trying to do with making the sales is be of service. So she actually realigned with what the real goal is, is of being of service. And of course, then the sales came in so quick. <laughs> so it's always, ain't life a bitch. <laughs> you let go of the goal and then there it is. It's like, you know, when you finally stop looking for a partner and then there they appear. 
Um, but it's because it happens that way because we've been gripping it too tightly. Um, and that's why that success habit of sales and selling um, is such a great example. So if you think about maybe if selling is what is the thing or something sales related is the thing that's feeling sticky or like a challenge or like it's hard in your business. Maybe it's, you know, you haven't sold whatever number of spaces in your new program or your membership is only at this many members and you really want it to be there or you haven't yet signed your first client, whatever tangible result that's going to require sales that you're making wrong. What if you shifted your energy around that? What if you dropped the result as being the thing, let go of it, detached from it, and instead just started showing up as the sort of person who takes sales-based actions from a place of alignment, the sort of person who is excited to be of service, the sort of person who is interested in their ideal clients and looking to nurture relationships with them. Doesn't that feel like an entirely different energy? Much more of a feminine energy, isn't it? Than pushing to convert, pushing to, you know, make the, close the sale, get it done on the call, like all of those kind of masculine hustle vibes completely shift and fall away when we make it about who we're being and not the result that we're getting. When we make it about who we're being, then when we are taking some action, so if we come back to the, the sales action piece as that success habit, that five minute sales action or whatever it looks like for you that day, when you make it just about all my job is, is just to show up and take that action. Then you release the pressure from that action because when you make it about, I have to get the result, then you just cramp (laughs) your energy and you put so much pressure on it. So if like, for example, like a call, you show up for a call, just be like, well, my job is to be on this call. So cool. Here I am brilliant. (laughs) You know, it's different energy than, right, my job is to convert this call. It just feels entirely differently. Can you see how that's true? But also beyond that, when you've aligned your energy with somebody who sees the bigger picture, who sees the goal for what it truly is. So for that client, the she made the kind of like shorter term goal like just being the sort of person who shows up and gets on calls with people but she made the longer term goal rather than making it about making this many sales it's about being of service creating an impact receiving more income as a result she made it about that wider bigger more rounded purpose and when you are in energetic alignment with knowing that that version of your future with the increased income, the increased impact, being of higher service, um, seeing that beautiful ripple effect and then seeing it mirrored back to you in abundance. When you feel in positive expectation that that's coming to you, then that also releases pressure from any action that you do take because you know that it's coming. So you know that no one sales call makes or breaks whether or not you get to have what you want ultimately. So it's like, it's such a double benefit. Not only are you literally attracting what you want when you're in the vibrational alignment with it, but it also just releases the pressure from the actions that we need to take, which make them so much easier to show up for. And this is why if you're struggling to take action on a particular front of your business, um, I always start with energy. Anytime somebody says, oh, I'm really struggling to show and put up and post consistently online. Yeah, maybe you need some kind of system that's going to help you do that. Those things help too. But 
what we need to always address first is what energy you're bringing to this. Because if you're bringing an energy that is out of alignment, it's always going to feel hard. And even if you manage to kind of force and hustle your way through that to take the actions to show up online, you're going to just then replace it with the next thing. So taking it back to you and your thing for a minute, if you've released the idea that you're wrong for being where you're at, if you've let go of the idea that achieving that result is going to somehow finally complete you or prove something to you or whatever, and you've kind of detached from it, how can you now find um, a different focus for your energy and attention? How can you make it about who you are being? So is it that I'm, I'm just being the type of person who connects with people daily? Or I'm just being that CEO who shows up for her business by taking some kind of sales action daily. Um, The other thing that helps me is I like to think that the universe is only looking for us to show willing, that our action never counts for the whole pie. It's only ever at most half of the pie because the other pie is being, the other half of the pie is being delivered by the universe. So, it really doesn't matter for me which workouts I do on those five days a week that I've decided that feels good to me. My job is to show willing. (laughs) My job is to be that kind of person that looks after her body and so that I'm in the energetic alignment for it because that's what really creates my results. And I let the action that I've decided to do be enough because the universe is also conspiring massively in my favor and has more to say and do about my results and those will be ba- and it will be mirroring my energy back to me. Does that make sense? And the same is true in your business. So um, as you might know, we've just been through a launch for the Elevated Abundance Mastermind, which was super fun because like I said, we were able to do launches previously. And yes, I had launch activities that I wanted to do um, because I'm a smart business owner and I show up as that person, right? I'm not going to not talk about it and just hope people know about it, right? So, and I had some things that I could do and I had a list of things that I could do if it felt aligned. And some days I did all of them. Some days I did none of them. Some days I did half of them. And I always just let that be enough. I just made sure that I was in some way showing up for the launch daily because I was just being the sort of person who shows up for her launches. I wasn't making it about the result, the number of people that I was getting on calls with, the number of people that we were welcoming in. I was making it about just showing up for it and enjoying being in it and enjoying the experience of it made it about that and it makes everything in life and business easier when we make it about the enjoyment of the thing and I know we can get so sort of tricked into thinking oh but yeah I don't know if I just make it about the enjoyment of showing up for my business well no I I don't know that that can actually work. What if I let go of that goal? What if I never get the goal? If I accept the what is, what if I just keep perpetuating the what is? And we've got it all wrong because we've been so conditioned to believe that hard work, hustle, sacrifice, you know, life's just shit sometimes, deal with it. Like we've been taught all of this crap and nonsense (laughs) that is one of the reasons why we end up in some of these patterns, right? When actually the reality is, if you just follow feeling good in your business, if you just show up as the sort of person who 
loves this game of business she gets to play. If you let go, and you know, we can have goals and intentions and stuff at different points, but when it's become grippy, when we become attached to it, when we're making ourselves wrong for it, it's time to release that shit. It's time to like let it go, surrender it, and get back to the joy. When you focus on the joy, and that's what I'm doing now, I'm focusing on the joy of being able to move my body. I'm grateful that I can do that. I'm focusing on the joy of being that person who shows up for her body every day. I'm enjoying the feeling of joy that comes post-workout when you get that kind of endorphin rush. When you make it about that, the results always follow always we're really mistrustful of that we're like i don't know that sounds too useful i don't know that <laughs> you know i don't know don't i have to be working really hard though don't i have to be you know it's really funny how we mess with ourselves on that front so i'll give you a little to-do list here if it helps number one if you've noticed you're making yourself wrong find a way to stop doing that <laughs> find a way to either take your attention off the negative or if you can get through neutral to take it to a positive place instead but you will never get to the feeling of feeling great in your business from feeling wrong and bad about your business right so take that and apply that to whichever situ specific situation but number one where you notice that you're making yourself wrong or blaming yourself or making it unacceptable or focusing on the lack of results, let that go. Secondly, check in with, have you been putting energy, attention and effort and time into solving the wrong problem? If you got your energy and alignment first, you will see that actually whatever is the thing that you've been making the thing is not the thing. <laughs> so the strategy doesn't matter. Just pick one, use it, move on, right? When I say move on, I mean keep moving on with that one. Don't keep picking them up and putting them down. Um, but just, it doesn't matter which strategy. Strategy works. You just need to have one and show up with the right energy. So if that's one of the things that you've been succumbing to, look where you've been trying to solve the wrong problem. Let go of it being about the result and look for where's the opportunity for me to show up as the type of person who insert something that would benefit you here, you know, make it about who you are being and the showing up for that daily rather than the result that you're going after. And lastly, lean into joy. This shit really works. Only always, though. <laughs> Okay, my love, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. A little bit of an unorthodox episode. Um, do you know what? I would love it so much if you could do me a favor. Could you be a love and leave me a review if you haven't ever previously? Reviews really help us in many ways. They help us get seen by other mothers and business owners who need conversations like this one. Um, so let's to get together and save mums in business from believing that they are not limitless from believing that they can't have it all. Let's spread this positive message, shall we? You can help me to do that by going to whatever is your podcast player of choice, which you've already got open because you're listening to this, and leaving a review. Um, I would appreciate it immensely. And so would the team, right? We have a lot of people who put time and effort into creating, editing, and promoting this podcast. Shout out to Kim and her team of incredible, talented people. Shout out to my team, Rhiannon and Carly in particular work on this podcast. So it would mean a lot to all of us if you could leave us something lovely as by way of a review. Um, okay, my love, never forget you are now, as always, limitless. Bye for now. 
So my love, you know what they say, sharing is caring. If you loved today's episode, then help a mother out. I would be so grateful if you would take a screenshot of this episode in your podcast player right now and post it to your Insta stories, tagging me at Corey Javid and help me get the word out that we get to be successful because we're mothers, not in spite of it. Let's save as many other mothers in biz as we can from this old paradigm of hustle, effort, and sacrifice. And let's spread the word on energy over effort, shall we? Thanks, love.